We are of Christ. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We're moving on today in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. We're finishing the chapter, and today we encounter verses 18 through 23. This finishes out this chapter subtitled, The Church and Its Leaders. Um, if you'll remember early in this series on the book of 1 Corinthians, uh, we were talking about Paul writing this letter to the church there to correct some things that he was hearing that had gone awry. And so um, if you hold in tension the reality that Paul is addressing uh, issues in the church with each chapter as it goes on, uh, you can see the application of that as he's addressing the particular things that he's teaching them through this letter and teaching us um, how interesting that um, the many years that have gone by since the writing of this letter, it is still relevant uh, to the church today and to the believing community today. Um, it speaks to the amazing wisdom and spiritual uh, maturity of Paul as a leader and as a church planter. Um, and so uh, we'll be encountering his words today. But before we do, uh, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we come to you today. Lord God, and it's midweek. Uh, we're <laughs> grinding away uh, at doing our jobs and doing them faithfully. And um, Lord, keeping uh, the eyes of our heart open for the opportunities that we have to be a witness for you uh, so that your glory and greatness may be made known in this world. That's what you call us to. And that is our great desire to make you known. Father, as we study your word today, speak through it into our hearts that we might grow to understand it and apply it in ways that lead to um, the transformation of our hearts. We want to be more like Jesus, and we ask that you would continue your good work in us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, this is 1 Corinthians three eighteen through 23. Do not deceive yourselves. If any of you think you are wise by the standards of this age, you should become fools so that you may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight. As it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows that the thoughts of the wise are futile. So then, no more boasting about human leaders. All things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or the present or the future. All are yours. And you are of Christ and Christ is of God. So he doubles back uh, again to the issue of wisdom and balancing the difference between godly wisdom and worldly wisdom. Godly wisdom is rooted in our understanding of uh, the heart and nature of God. It's rooted in our what is revealed to us about God through the scriptures. Uh, we know godly wisdom is rooted in uh, the Spirit of God alive in our hearts. The Holy Spirit is there to guide and direct our lives and to uh, lead us and to help us understand how to live our lives as God's people in the world. And so God has provided us every resource of His wisdom. 
and made those things available to us so that we might walk in his wise ways in this world. Uh, Worldly wisdom um, starts at the core with uh, worldly people's worldly ideas about how to approach life. And um, Paul says, don't deceive yourselves. (laughs) The world's wisdom is not true wisdom. It's uh, self, uh, guided wisdom and it is doomed to fail ultimately for the wisdom of the world is foolishness in God's sight. Paul confirms in verse 19, uh, as it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. Uh, God is not fooled. Uh, we can't play tricks on God. We can't, uh, deceive God. We can't pull one over on God. Um, He is wise to our ways when we're operating in the flesh. The Lord knows that the thoughts of the wise, the humanly wise, are futile. Uh, So then he challenges them. He says, hey, look, we're not coming at this thing of being the church of Jesus Christ through the lens of human wisdom. So let's stop arguing about leaders, human leaders, which one you follow or which one's teachings you're devoted to or which one's approach to the faith you are most attracted to. It's interesting. We still kind of play that game today, don't we? Uh, some people follow this TV preacher or this author or this speaker, and we elevate these people uh, almost as celebrities among the people of faith. Um, and uh, sometimes it distracts us from what the whole point is. <laughs> Most of those people, if they're true servants of God, would not want others to elevate them in such ways. They just want to be a resource for people to grow to know Jesus more. And so it's not a popularity game. Um, and so Paul says, let's just stop boasting about uh, these leaders that we love and care about. Um, they're all yours. Paul is yours. Apollos is yours. Cephas is yours. Um, they're all yours. And you are of Christ, <laughs> and Christ is of God. And so Paul always brings things back to the main thing, and the main thing is Jesus. This is Jesus' church. These leaders are tasked with leading the people of God in Christ. Uh, these leaders are tasked with teaching the Word of God. Uh, so that the people of God might be edified to know God more and to follow Him and to serve Him and to lead others to know Him. Um, We are of Christ. We're no longer of the world. We don't fight the way the world fights. We don't think the way the world thinks. We don't operate the world uh, the way that the world operates. Our end game is not the world's end game. We are of Christ and Christ is of God. And in that sense, we are all His. We belong to the Father. And He has purpose for us, and He has plans for us, and He wants our lives to be fruitful and productive for the kingdom. And if we get tripped up by all of this boasting and competition and all of these silly things that the world gets tripped up by, then the church is going to lose its effectiveness. It's not going to be on point. It's not going to be sound in its mission. And those are all things that are important to God, that the church would be sound in its mission in the world. And so you can see the level of correction going on here uh, as Paul addresses uh, the church in Corinth. And I imagine that they heard these things and, and there was repentance. They said, oh, 
you're right, you're right. We've gotten off course. We've gotten off track. We've wandered from first things. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. And I imagine some uh, got their noses been out of shape because who does he think he is to come and correct us? He's been gone now for a while. This is our church. And I'm sure that those people were present too. But when we receive correction from God's word or from those who love us, may we receive it with a spirit of open-heartedness, a spirit of surrender that says, you're right, you're right. I'm off track here. Thank you for pointing out the error. I want to walk close to the Lord. I want to be faithful to him. I want to live into my calling. Thank you. My friends, God is faithful to his word and to his promises. And let's uh, agree together to walk in his ways today. God bless. I look forward to meeting again tomorrow.